Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. I'm joined today once again by Francis Hunt, the crypto sniper. Francis, welcome back to the show. Delighted to be back. Thank you for having me. Francis, we're filming here on May 17, 2022. Crypto prices obviously in motion. Lots going on. Great to have you back to discuss it. Let's jump right in. As always, all views expressed about price on this show are those of the guest and not of Real Vision or the host. With that said, Francis, what's going on? Well, Ash, as you're probably aware on the macro, we've been very conservative about the outlook for Bitcoin and we've been steering that prices indeed would probably be heading down. Um, the main drivers in our opinion of this, and we'll have to touch, of course, also on the lunar events and USDT, but um, yeah. There's always a narrative, but first there's a technical setup. And the narrative, most people I find are narrative uh, driven. And the value of technical is sometimes it gives you a heads up that things aren't quite right before the the narrative arrives. Uh, and, I, and I feel both with the terror UST elements, but also it, it, uh, it's become a bit of a convenient excuse for something that has been soft generally. But one of the things you've had to do a great deal with me is, is bring me back to the crypto charts because I've kept wanting to show you FX charts. I've kept wanting to show you the NASDAQ charts. I've kept wanting to bring up ARK and do a whole bunch of parallels and say, yeah. guys, we've reached a stage that the, the price determinant players are the institutions and they have many, many asset classes. And actually, we're in a very major risk uh, off period. Uh, and mm. as a result, this has lent very heavily on, on Bitcoin. We've also kept putting the, the dollar index in front of you. And many people forget that when you're a Bitcoin um, trader, investor, um, you are actually a pairs forex man uh, by definition. And this is something that I've done. It's Bitcoin USD. It's Bitcoin USD. And what we're actually seeing um, is what's become popularly known and the person who deserves credit for naming it is a, is a certain element of the milkshake theory. Uh, we're seeing wholesale um, fizzling. Um, that's Brent Johnson, one of your other guests, great guy, um, who has uh, said that this phenomenon would be occur. Uh, and we've actually brought him onto our own channel for that reason, because technically we felt he was right, but just wrong timing when he first started speaking about it. And he's come into season. And that's why I always listen to a smart guy who's wrong, because he won't necessarily be wrong all the time. Uh, and when I say wrong, more about timing than being um, uh, inaccurate uh, at all. And what we're actually seeing on the currency side is dollar uh, dominance move. So uh, I'm going to jump yeah. a little bit in between those core macro drivers and point out why we may get a small rally rest. But overall, I suspect there's going to be a further leg of selling. But before I bring in those other drivers, because the people want to see Bitcoin, they want to understand it. This so yeah. far, a couple of the draws. 
also one of the key levels that we spoke to, and this chart hasn't changed. It's got the same scribbles on it uh, every time I've come. I've not needed to do too much on it. And one of the key levels, these orange circles, which we call armpits for a net uh, a possible head and shoulder. This was your 69 high. This occurred at the 42K level, this key level that we've drawn on technically. And it also split very much this uh, bear flag draw that we've done, which is a popular technical analysis uh, uh, continuation pattern in actual fact. So you can see us going from diagonal to diagonal there with a 42K. What was really, really interesting is that the number in terms of this attack, if, as some people have named it on UST, uh, and Terra, that they were accumulating a short position on Bitcoin at the 42,000. And I put it to you that the sole goal, uh, if they were, and I, I daren't mention any names, I don't want to get in any trouble, but let's say one of the big, big players with lots of ties with the the Fed, where there might be a bit of a rotating, a bit like the FDA and the pharma industry. Um, there's, it's unlikely that they just would have taken this from the 42 level to the 30, the, the low 30s, 29. Uh, in fact, we did touch 26 at the absolute low, but we're, we're, we're right. kind of at the 30K level. My suspicion is that there's going to be more juice in the jar than people have thought in the notion that, okay, this is all over bottom pick. It's likely to be too soon. There is, in most instances, that people want to do uh, bottom picking because you've stopped going down. You usually get a real final leg of pain. Um, so I want to warn a lot of people, and I'll go up a time frame uh, on this. There's a couple of ways this plays out, uh, and I do say that I expect a further leg. There's a couple of reasons why I say it. We don't just entirely uh, guess. We've got a lot of alt tokens that we were trading on the short side. Uh, Tezos, uh, we had a selection, uh, Elrond, um, we had uh, Maker uh, as well um, that were on the shorts that we, we had taken. And I'll show you one or two of those. Also, Crow, CRO, um, and those, some of them have made targets and we've at this pause period and some of them are only at what we call our interim level targets. So we expect a bit of overperformance to those that have made targets and I'll be showing you a few of those soon. Uh, and we expect uh, further completion to target. So our, our mental framing is once we've got a good setup that has triggered, our default mental posture is expectation of target. Uh, we have our stocks in, we have everything, we let the market do what it's doing, we've got to be patient. Often people kill good trades once they've got in them by virtue of being impatient. So the bear flag, uh, by the way, I don't think bear flags are the most robust targeting methodology, but it is something that's taught in traditional technical analysis. It's pointing to a role. Explain for those who may not know, Francis, what that means. So a bear flag essentially has a, a strong selling leg which is what I've just drawn there. And then what you get is a, a weak counter trend rally, which limps in the opposite direction, but has not really got any uh, strength to it. And further to which that rally can be curtailed or contained in uh, a lower, and we would call that a basing ascending grind line, that's our own theory, and a capping ascending grind line, as I say, because we'd like to break every pattern into its atomic level. But for other people, they would just describe it as a channel, um, which has got two parallel lines, uh, more rudimentary. Uh, rudimentary. Oh, wow, uh, it's not that kind of a morning, is it? Um, so what the anticipation is, uh, is that we get a further sell-off of some uh, momentum and geometrically the suspicion 
The suspicion is that uh, the, 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 the scale of the targeting down leg is roughly uh, the equivalent of the initial sell-off leg. So when we, when we throw out a target like 12,000, that is just applying the law of a, a bear flag as done by traditional technical analysis. And it's projected from the highest point in the channel, uh, typically. So again, I would draw it like that. So you've taken the uh, highest point of uh, 69K into the lows of here, yeah, which are around 32s, 33s. And then you've gone from the 47 and a uh, half, which was the other legacy head and shoulder line that we drew for the 64K. You can see how we just kissed that and then we rolled over down. By the way, um, we were bearish during this period inside here and we turned out incorrect. And the main reason I think for that was the market. Uh, we had the FOMC on this date, not the last one, uh, the one before. And the Fed was at 0.25 at the time. There was an 8% inflation rate. Um, they were supposed, uh, everyone was expecting quantitative tightening date. They gave no date for quantitative tightening and they did an, a quarter point interest rate rise. That was deemed rather dovish. Both gold and silver uh, rallied here and we expected it to sell off. Um, so we were, for the short time frame pattern, we were inaccurate. Short time frames, it's always harder to be accurate on short time frames than the macro, which is why I love and I call myself macro technical. Um, what then ended up happening is we had a new FOMC. They announced June for the quantitative tightening, and they did a full half point. And here you find yourself down here. So I would say, but for the world. And of course, the news from Terra at the same time. Of course, a lot of other macro drivers. And, um, but I would, uh, the FOMC brought us back down into the channel and we'd already slipped out of it. This second leg sell was the UST Terra and all the uh, concerns that go with that. But as I always say, don't be too narrative focused because technically it was implied before. If it wasn't terror, it would have been something else. In that period, it's important to highlight that it's been a pretty poor time uh, for technical analysis. So uh, personal disclosures of positions, um, I've grabbed some puts on the likes of Tesla. I've been long-term um, short on ARC, and I expect a bit more. So just to highlight, this is what the, the people that are deciding the Bitcoin price this is the kind of things that they also have interests in. Even though if you're an out-and-out -out crypto dog, you're not concerned with Kathy Wood's arc. You're not concerned with Elon Musk unless he's tweeting about crypto uh, or doggy coin or something like that. Um, but uh, at, at the moment, hey, Francis, how tightly do you see those being correlated, TSLA uh, and ARKK, to Bitcoin and the crypto complex more broadly? I think right now we're in that kind of a market that is very binary. It has a distinct mm -hmm. risk on risk or feel about it. So um, you have either yeah. the fear or the inflation trade. And we've had predominantly since I last was on the fear trade, which was what I was warning everyone about the dollar dominance, the, the, the differential between the Fed's uh, rates and the likes of Euro uh, land, which is considering a bit of curve control, Japan that is already doing it. This is what drove the USDJPY, which is why I was wanting to take you that the new crypto markets were the FX markets and the crypto markets were in this benign stagnation uh, during this channel period over here, um, which I've drawn in the flag for you a couple of times already. Uh, and it was almost that crypto had become boring, but I was saying, beware, beware, the storm is a building.
um, and play here where the, the fun is, which was, and, and we still are, long the, the dollar, Japanese yen. Um, you, you might remember I, I said something that you did a double take uh, on the USD Korean one. That meant that in my worldview, the Asian currencies particularly referred to the Korean one, which can have liquidity problems when there's a, a real super spike. It's going to go through the 2000s, 2100 plus plus. At the time, that represented virtually nearly a 50% halvening of, of, the, of the one. And you were like, what? What are you calling on an FX market? I mean, that's obscene. Um, and we are truly going to have, and I, it, it, this takes us macroeconomic, the, all the directions, the deglobalization, the BRICS nations, which have sort of been hived off one side, particularly Russia and China, I'm referring to, they, they are taking on initiatives that are removing them from the dollar system. What is the, th- what is the Fed going to do? Everyone thinks it's about inflation. It's going to be about punishing. I don't know if you recall when the euro listed. The euro just got smashed against the dollar when it listed. It had the most innocuous beginning. It went all the way down to 80 cents uh, to the dollar. Uh, the, um, the dollar, the people that manage the dollar, don't like threats to the dollar. And one of the best ways to to emphasize their authority is to do a bit of chest beating, like the chief silverback in the troop. Uh, and so they really crank the dollar strength up. Uh, I think what the Fed is actually doing is almost more driven by the potential of punishing those that are looking into other systems and creating demand because momentum creates demand, much like FOMO in crypto. So you drive dollar strength with a Fed policy that is doing tightening. And I think they're going to turn the screw a little bit further than most people come. We all know the stimulus comes in the end, but I think they're going to really get the the, the, the pip squeaking before that event. This is a very sustained right. risk off environment, which then means that we get, we, we're going to get held down a lot longer on crypto and on the tech side. And this also helps them with the inflation narrative to a degree, but it passes the inflation to the rest of the world because with a dollar going up, people still buying their oil yeah. in dollar, Euroland, Japan, now they have the inflation problem. They already do. Europe has even worse problems with the gas prices that they pay over there. But when you go into the this particular kind of narrative, it's going to get extreme for them. And Part, not all, because in my opinion, if you ask me to characterize the economic environment we're in, it's hyper stagflation. That means really hard pressure on any form of true growth for the retail consumer. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.